0: Good morning to you. It's 840, and with me on the phone now is Nathan Moses with OSU Cascades. Nathan, good morning.
1: Uh, Good morning, Frank. How are we doing?
0: Doing well, doing well. First of all, a little introduction on you. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, I've been with the university for about seven years now and uh, recently took over a position for Associate Director for Student Life and Retention Programs, Uh, but I'm actually currently overseeing our uh, student success team and an interim role. So I've bounced around, sort of started in Uh, community involvement around our master plan and have sort of (laughs) worked my way through the system a little bit and gone back to my roots in um, student college personnel and leadership development. So kind of excited to be in this new role.
0: Throwing it all out, a lot of big words there. What does it mean? uh, What does your job actually do? What do you do in that position?
1: way to explain it is, you know, we have the academic side of the house for student support for the degrees, clearly, that they're getting there. Um, my team is basically in charge of the additional development of the students. So whether that be kind of health and wellness perspective, um, working with our counselors, whether that's student activities and campus recreation, giving them that co-curricular experience really to kind of round out their full four-year college experience, uh, and then working with the housing team, clearly, with uh, with living on campus it's a big part of the, the experience of um, being at, being at a university. Uh, and and, and kind of that piece of really getting them uh, with a strong foundation um, as they kind of figure out what their what their next steps uh, are going to be after college.
0: Sounds like you're pretty much involved with everything in the student's life except their grades.
1: That's that's, that's pretty much it. But even then, uh, we have some support programs that that support that as well. So yeah, it's it's literally full encompassing.
0: <laughs> so how do you address um, the apprehension? I mean, of a newcomer to a four-year university maybe it's in a state that they've never been before certainly in a town they haven't been before how do you help them through that
1: yeah, definitely. It's great. Um, we have a number of programs. Um, there's a couple things, first of all, that we do unique um, at OSU Cascades with outdoor recreation being such a big component of being in Central Oregon. Um, for a select number of our students that apply into the program, we actually start off with sort of an outdoor adventure, team-building, experiential learning opportunity through our Cascades Adventures program called Headwaters. Um, so students will go out on a backpacking, rock climbing, or stand-up paddleboarding trip over the course of three days, and it really gives them a, an opportunity to connect with other students and student leaders before we even have opening weekend for the residence hall. So it's kind of one of those nice little immersion programs. The second program that we do to help with that um, is actually through our TRIO program. So those of those folks in the audience that don't know what TRIO is, TRIO is basically a support program for first-gen, Pell Grant eligible, um, and students with documented disabilities. And we have over 100 students that are are enrolled in that program here at Cascades, a wildly successful retention program for us. Um, And we actually even have a summer bridge program for that that group where they get to come a little bit early to campus, uh, get to know the experience a little bit more, get to work with their peer mentors before classes even start. So those are kind of two of our beginning programs uh, that are here on site to help students with that. And then clearly we have a number of students. We have a full residence hall for the first time in uh, our campus's history here on our, our location, um, here on the five, or the, well the 10 acre campus. Um, so we have full building. Uh, we have seven um, RAs that help support that transition. So a lot of folks first time living away from home, uh, they like to have uh, that freedom, but then also with that kind of the adjustment period of learning policies of the university and having fun and meeting peer group, um, and that's all kind of done with our RA staff literally from day one when they move in on on this uh, upcoming next Saturday. So that's kind of some of the things that we put in place. Classes will start um, on the 21st, on that Wednesday. But for all of our students, we have a number of welcome activities that we do throughout the week, starting with our traditional convocation celebration if you can kind of think about everybody sort of knows commencement and the the graduation ceremony convocation is the kickoff it's the front bookend from a traditional experience where students really get embraced by the campus for starting their journey so that kicks off on the on the monday of welcome week and then we do a number of other support programs with things like our health and wellness team um, or our campus rec team or financial aid or career services where students kind of start to get to know some of the, the leaders in those areas and the support staff that can help them along the way on their journey from that co-curricular standpoint. Uh, and then we clearly we have some fun things. We have some different dinners and lunches and, and day on the town type experiences and then a culminating event, which is a big social event called uh, Bruckner Bash done at Bruckner Courtyard right outside of Tyson Hall for us. Um, so that's kind of the culmination of the Week's activity. So, we sort of like to tie in sort of the transition pieces getting to learn uh, the campus culture, uh, getting used to their classes, working with faculty, but then tying in that fun community building piece because that really is the thing that that keeps students connected to campuses. You know, the quicker that they can learn uh, about the other peer resources that they have. Uh, the support staff that they have; those are all incredibly important things to make sure that they have a great first ten weeks
0: of the year. We're talking to Nathan Moses at OSU Cascades, and uh, Nathan, you do all, you go to all this work and efforts uh, to, to embrace the students when they come in, and you've been talking a lot about retention. Can you tell me, does this work? Do you have uh, how does OSU Cascades retention rate compare to other similar sized colleges?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's a great example, and I will say that data from this year is probably going to be more indicative with, with campuses across the world, literally, coming out of sort of this COVID two years of some remote, some on. This is really the first year that we've had a chance to really do everything fully on campus from the start of the school year. Um, so I think those rates, um, we, I would expect to see a jump in that, because the reality is um, no matter whether you look at numbers or not, the research basically shows us the more that students get involved um, outside of the classroom, the higher their retention, retention rate is and the more extracurricular activities that they're engaged with while they're uh, taking classes, uh, the increased rate that that continues to go. Because, again, it, we're human beings. The things that, that we have the most invested in, the things that we're passionate about, the things that we can connect with other people, The more of that we do, the stronger ties that we have to that place that we're at. Um, So I think I'm really excited to see some of the work of a lot of the new team that I have this year to see what those rates look like. As an example, I know that our TRIO program has about a 94% retention rate, and it may actually be higher than that for the students that are in that program alone. So it's a clear example of some of these co-curricular academic health and wellness support programs that we have in this particular case for a specific group of students that really does absolute wonders for making sure that they have a wonderful, experience. And I would venture to say that that's probably uh, the TRIO program exists in a lot of other campuses across the country. Um, I would expect that uh, those numbers look relatively the same for those as well. So again, the more that we can get students uh, kind of activated on campus outside of the classroom, it really complements their experience and, and keeps them connected.
0: So how big is your team and what responsibilities specifically do they do?
1: Yeah, so it's great. So we sort of have like three main teams. We've done a little bit of restructuring over the last uh, couple months because, like a lot of organizations, we've had some different transitions. So we sort of have some different buckets, if you will. We sort of have our our housing team, of which we have a um, specific assistant director that kind of handles all the operation and the staff side um, for our single residence hall that we currently have. Uh, We have a health and wellness team, so that would include program coordinator that does a lot of uh, programs with the students around mental health. Um, We have a a coffee talk program to kind of introduce them to group processes and and working through issues and and, and challenging experiences. And then our counseling team is a part of that. So that's sort of the second bucket for our health and wellness. Uh, And then we have our our traditional student life team um, where we have our clubs and organizations. Uh, We have our um, student government teams, and then we have our campus recreation, which we'll be continuing to expand uh, as we have more resources on campus that will expand. So that's kind of the three main arcs, um, three main assistant directors uh, that work in those positions and then they oversee a combination of professional staff. And then we really do, um, one of the great opportunities of being at a campus is student employment positions too for our students. So we really rely heavily on the, the amazing efforts of our student team um, when they're helping to put things on like events or running uh, backpacking trips or different things like this. So it really is kind of a still relatively small comparatively but mighty team uh, that, that does a lot throughout the school year.
0: How far in advance should high schoolers and their parents start looking for a college to go to?
1: I mean, to be honest with you, there's, because of the information age that we're in is how easy it is to check out a website and not necessarily having to offer um, up a visit ahead of time. Really encouraging, I mean, students just looking around to see what's out there, kind of their sophomore, junior year, but really their junior year should be about, and very early on, um, you know, visiting places that look particularly interesting. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed to be uh, in, a, in a world of really good higher education institutions in this country, um, and of course, uh, there's a lot to pick from. <laughs> so I will say case in point in mine. I actually attended an a, a institution that was 40 minutes from home for me that I barely even knew about uh, before I was a senior. So I think there's opportunities for students to explore early, uh, get involved in summer programs. We have a summer academy program that's an immersion program in the summer, a one-week program, to get students a feel to get on campus to, to see what a college campus might look like. So take advantage of those opportunities for places that seem interesting to you. And then really kind of junior year, start going into a lot of your your travels if you can visiting places get a feel of the place because again lots of positive situations of folks that have just showed up on campus and had a great experience but whatever due diligence and homework you can do ahead of time to really understand that fit is going to be important and a lot of times for us you know we're Smaller campus, about 1,300, 1,400 students, um, and, but we have that public feel. So it's kind of a nice mix of the two worlds. Some students, you know, the 36,000-student campus isn't for them. They may want to look at something smaller. So I think all those things, looking at the, the campus resources um, that, that would be available to them, those are all important things to start thinking about, you know, relatively early. And it's never too early to start looking.
0: All right. Nathan Moses, he's with OSU Cascades. Nathan, great talking to you today.
1: You as well, Frank, and I appreciate the opportunity.
0: FM News 100.1 1110 KBND.